I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 6. Utter Revenge. <laughs> what a what a thing to name this episode. <laughs> like, it had to be that. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're complaining about, you know, Joel and Jervis being chauvinists, but I'm sure there's somebody in the production studio that really kind of glommed onto that theme. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Do you want to start off with our 15-second summary? Sure. All right. Do you want to go first? I can. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Go. Okay, so we start off this episode with talking kind of about tribe dynamics, and then we get into a reward challenge, which is basically a challenge at night where they pretend to be fleeing troops, and Pagong wins, and then we have an immunity challenge that uh, Toggy wins, and then Joel leaves. There you go. Good job. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep mine short and sweet. I'm ready. That's It's 15. They have to be short. But even shorter. Okay, ready? Wow. Military challenge number one. Military challenge number two, Joel goes home. That gave us no information at all. I mean, <laughs> I don't have much to say about this episode. Jeez. <laughs> it's accurate. Okay, so we open up this episode with Sue being extremely aggressive about who she doesn't like on Pagan. When is she not? I'm what I'm curious about is what they're basing this information off of because they really haven't had any interaction with them except oh who was it Jenna and somebody else met Jeff once for something you remember what that was oh the representative right to get the spices for the challenge if they were to win wasn't oh, yeah. it it might have been I don't know Sean Yes. Sean. Yeah. Fishing supplies. Yeah. For them, I think. Right. With If they were to win the challenge where they had to show themselves to the airplane that passed by. You make it sound like they had to, like, strip the challenge where I they mean, had to show themselves. <laughs> Richard would have done it. <laughs> and then we've got Pagong murdering the chickens. I am glad that they recognize that they should eat them before they merge to not share it with the other tribe. Yeah, I mean, I think it's reasonable. I'm fascinated by all of their um, kind of discussion behind <laughs> the chickens. <laughs> I think, I don't know, considering how ridiculous Jervis has been thus far about food, it shocks me that he's like full speed ahead with the chicken. Right, he was like, no, I can't eat a rat, but like willing to chop the head off of the chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm i kind of with Colleen on this. Like, I do eat meat, but I, I'm i okay not um <laughs> interacting with that part of the process. Oh, totally. The process. Totally. I will <laughs> never not be a meat eater because I just love it so much. But do I need to see the chicken die? No, not Especially necessarily. When Gretchen's like, you should be a vegetarian if you don't want to watch this. It's like, no, I know where my food comes from. Plus, I think, like, there's plenty of things that you enjoy the result of without having to see the entire process and without being told that you shouldn't, like, have it. the result if you don't watch the whole process. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. I mean, what, you're not supposed to get a divorce if you didn't go to law school and figure out how to do it yourself? Like, that's, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Just the line of logic, no, doesn't work for me 
I think she was just bitter that Colleen was making a big like, deal about it. You haven't followed with the camera through your entire digestive tract, so therefore you, you can't shouldn't eat. eat. Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so how much, or how do you think that Richard calculates his percentage of nude time? You know, considering he only thought he was nude 1% of the time, I don't really see him being a big math whiz. He's already, <laughs> he's already been naked more than 1% of the footage we've seen this far, I yes. feel like. Yes, <laughs> and likely more to come. Oh yeah, and you know that the like what we're seeing in the episode is not the entire like the sum total of the time that he spent naked. So right, it's yeah. not enjoyable. They really artfully angle the camera so that they didn't have to blur him out a ton, and you could just see his like hip or you know right. whatever else. It's funny. We have kind of a discussion about Jervis being super lazy, and everyone knows it, even Jervis, <laughs> and he doesn't even care. That's what I found interesting. Is he? Well, I don't know. I feel like he would have been voted out by now in a season oh, later on. Definitely. I mean, his only contribution is kind of in challenges, and that's only some challenges. Yeah, like he sat out the immunity one this time. That's <laughs> just surprising to me. <laughs> well, we do know that he can't run very quickly based on previous challenges, so maybe it was smarter that... Yeah, and he can't swim. No. So what physical threat do we uh, really see there? Maybe like quick quick challenge like if he had to sprint for like 10 yards <laughs> maybe a yeah. strength thing i bet he could have carried the flagpole for this challenge he probably could have done that but that's not even something they had a problem with that's true they really don't need him <laughs> jervis is superfluous moving on <laughs> yeah even jenna i laughed it surprises me that i still haven't voted for jervis what surprises me that he even said, I have yet to cook anything. It's like, you were there for, what, we're on, like, day, like, 15 or something, and you haven't made rice at all for any of your meals. You haven't done any coconuts. You've done nothing. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't care. No. Like, he just lays there. When he says, I've been extremely lazy, like, I haven't done anything, he's not saying it in the sense of, like, oh, shoot, I wonder, like, what my position is on the tribe. He's just kind of like, yeah, that's how it how it is. Right. Here. And he admitted to still being confident at tribal tonight, so. Yeah. Which is a bit of a callback to, I think at the beginning of the episode, it's Kelly that's talking about Pagong and saying, like, they're so lazy, they don't do anything, like, blah, blah. And one, <laughs> how do you know? Well, that's a good point, too. Like, how do they know? She knew about their little mud baths. Like, how do you know about that? I feel like the mud thing they talked about at a challenge mm. once. But, st like, the point still stands. They're right. not in constant communication with the other tribe and to, like, assume... Because no, <laughs> no tribe is going to march in there and be like, yeah, we do nothing around camp all day. <laughs> Our shelter sucks. Um, we just hang out when we talk. We're not even here to win. We're just here for... To, um, a good time. To look good on TV. Right. That's what she said. That's all we're here for. Right. And so I wonder how she's taking that or if it's just kind of this bitterness of they've won way more rewards than we have speaking. Right. But... Regardless, it was very interesting that they both openly expressed very strong opinions about the other tribe. And I, I don't see them getting a well or getting along well socially. Mm -mm. Like one tribe's all happy go lucky, and the other is like we're here to win. Yeah, but then you also think like I wonder how they would have behaved differently if they were in a tribe where the dynamic was different. Like I think if Kelly had started with Pagong, she'd be totally fine with how Pagong runs. I think if Joel started in Toggy, he'd be totally fine with, like, 
who were Sue called out um, Jenna, Greg, and Jervis, Jervis for being varying levels of obnoxious. Yeah. Um. So interesting to me. Like you just, how do you know? Well, we kind of compared that too, because Jenna was similar to who was it on their tribe that Stacy Stacy that Sue could not stand, and so we kind of recognized that Sue was not going to like Jenna. Yeah, Sue's not into the girly girls. I right. feel like, and Jervis is a character, so like it makes sense why Sue would not like Jervis. And I think the most interaction probably that the tribes have had at all was during the food challenge. Just because they were sitting like face to face and getting For to so see long. how they interact with each other, and yeah. I think Jervis was particularly obnoxious during that challenge. So maybe right. that's and, what it's and the center of attention during that challenge too. Yeah, he was being very theatrical the whole time. Right. Well, and I've noticed that they like linger after challenges more in this season. Like they don't just head back to camp right away. Yeah, like Jeff doesn't send them out right away. Yeah, so they also kind of probably see personalities of people more so than they would later on just because they're Mm -hmm. around longer that would be an interesting question to ask like how much did you guys get to interact (laughs) right well they also probably maybe not interacted but were around each other a good amount during that like spear challenge with all the old weapons Mm. because we were just standing around for so long during that challenge or even just during, like, the travel in. Because they probably didn't separate the tribes until... Significantly, yeah. Or, well, they must have, though. Because remember, they were like, oh, this tribe has yellow and this tribe has orange. And that was, like, the first thing we saw on camera. So we never knew them combined. But mm-hmm. that's, like, a day or more just to, like, get to where they... To right. Borneo. So... Right. Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm kind of talking out of my butt here. <laughs> You're always going to have opinions on people, like first impressions so sue's just acting on those very quickly which is consistent with what we know about her i would say but will she like her own tribe more at this point rather than the other people because she doesn't seem to like anybody yeah hard to say it's more of a i think who she hates less yes situation who drives her nuts first is going home let's talk about the dog food (laughs) i would have tried it I was, that was going to be my question. I feel like there's two types of people. People who would eat the dog food and people who wouldn't. And I am firmly in the camp of I would eat the dog food. I would eat it. I don't know if I would eat as much as Jenna and Gretchen did. They literally took the whole can out and put it on their little pan. I do think if you're going to eat dog food, it's probably best in a skillet. I wouldn't know, but probably, yeah. I just, someone said like beef stew. And I feel, you know how like wet dog food now is so like beef, carrots, like, I like the pate. <laughs> I'd rather it be that than, like, chunks. Like, that That doesn't appeal to me. But, I mean, Richard literally scooped it out with his little spoon and was just eating it. Yeah, I would have done that. I, I would have done that. I prob- I would have preferred to cook it, I think. But, like, if you're starved out there, yeah. like, you don't care. Yeah. I probably would have started with what Jenna and Gretchen did of, like, sticking your finger in and just trying it and be like, yes, this is, in fact, dog food. Okay, yep. now we can probably just cook it and see if it gets any better. Yeah. I think Toggy has even less business being picky because they don't have chickens. Right. They don't... Like, you don't know. That might be the only thing that has any right. nutritional value at all that you're going to have between now and your next two challenges because that was for the reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so night challenge. Yeah. I mean, it was cool in theory, but I just... It wasn't my favorite challenge. I think they probably figured out that the visibility at night sucks, and so 
half the time the It'll audience can't difficult. even tell what's going on. Yeah. So, I just, let's talk about what a royal screw up. <laughs> Richard? Yes. You had one job. You only have to find three items. <laughs> to me, they seem very distinct. You have to find this helmet, you have to find a knife, and you have to find a can opener. He got confused with the can opener and knife. He was told many, many times, we need the can opener. Mm-hmm. People, like, yelled it at him while he was running in. He didn't bring the list with him. Not that you really need a list because you're finding three things and you only have one left at that point. He had the flashlight. Jervis was still, you know, struggling. And you know what the knife looks like because someone brought it back already. Right. And so you're literally looking for a can opener. You have a flashlight with you. (laughs) You have to run back like 200 yards. Maybe look at the thing you're holding before you make it all the way back. I don't know. It just seems... I have, I have no justification for, for Richard in that moment. My one possible, so he wasn't the one that picked up the knife, so it's, he probably didn't get a good look at it when it got dropped off before he, you know, took off for himself. Right. Um, two, you can open a can with a knife. That's true. Um, that doesn't make a can opener very similar in appearance mm. <laughs> to a knife, so I'll just, you know throw out that that's not my argument um but functionally you know you could accomplish one without the other correct uh it's dark (laughs) and and i realize they're going fast like you're trying to win a challenge everybody's running everybody's yelling like right and obviously i mean you can't see i don't totally know what the can opener looked like but they did not have the knife blade out like it was tucked away like a pocket knife right um so Maybe. I, I still I think... find can openers more bulky, you know? Like, it's not just one long, like, Yeah, item. so I'll say I can understand him grabbing it. I can't understand him running the entire way back from the house and not, like... Recognizing even it. Even examining it once in his hand to right. figure it out. Right, But, regardless, that was pretty savage, too. Like, you bring it back and, like, it's not like you have to go drop it back off. It's like it just goes to the other tribe and, right. oh, Game the over. challenge is done. Yeah. <laughs> like, Pagong wins. <laughs> and I think they ate their little chocolate reward right then and there. Yeah, I think they divided up. It looked like the rows of the little yeah. squares or Candy whatever. Bars, yeah. Which, I get it. You Hungry. don't want to hold on to that. Right. Yeah. And, plus if you put it in someone's bag, like, what if it gets dented or melts right. or breaks or whatever else? Like, why yeah. risk it? Just eat it. But now they have a decent amount of food. Still the chickens. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore, but. <laughs> they did at the time. <laughs> they did. They thought they did. And so then we kind of get into, oh, also, quick snippet, is that Greg was um, wearing the army helmet at the end. Uh-huh. I don't know if you caught that. It had, like, an interesting kind of angle from up above, and you could see his, like, be good for when it rains. Head. <laughs> to keep your hair dry, because that's the concern. <laughs> hey, anything dry is nice. So then we're kind of getting into a little bit of discussion about Joel Basically who, like, Pagong would be voting out if they had to vote someone out. Which was interesting, because the first part of the episode, they were like, we should get rid of Jervis. Like, Jervis has been voting for us, like, here and there, and Jervis doesn't do anything, and Jervis is making comments about women, and then all of a sudden it shifted to Joel, because now Joel is bothering people. Yeah, which we can discuss that. So Jervis's whole explanation was that he was talking about, in context of, he said things that you know, are wrong with men and women when they're dating. And I think what he was trying to say that came out probably poorly, 
extremely inelegantly is that women are stupid because of all this stuff that they put up with in relationships, which, I mean, both of us have even said that at some point to each other. Like, I don't think... I, I genuinely don't think he was trying. <laughs> oh, I don't think he was trying to be, <laughs> to be misogynistic. No, no, yes. no, no, no. But, I mean, when tempers are running high, you're saying that to a bunch of girls yeah. who... Are already it, emotional. Uh-huh. And it, they kind of made it seem like they had been talking about it as, like, a general thing, and then he made it about women specifically when they hadn't right. necessarily reciprocated by talking directly about how men are idiots or whatever. Right. I think it was just a bad, a bad call on. Which Gretchen, Gretchen essentially said that. Yeah. She's I mean, like, I, I would not have held it against Jervis. I would have, I would have given him a lot of shit for it. Yeah. And I, I think that that's essentially what they ended up doing because they had right. the opportunity to vote him out and they didn't. Right. And they were laughing about it at trial. And he seemed, he seemed appropriately embarrassed. Right. Until he tried to bring Joel into it. He's like, I think Joel said that. It's like, come on. You admitted on camera you said it. We had this huge, like, part of the episode about you saying it. Mm-hmm. Don't bring Joel into it. Don't bring Greg into it. Like, it's you. Just own it. You messed up. You said something you shouldn't have. Move on. Mm-hmm. And I'm sh- it's probably happened more than once to every single person there. Right. But I do find it funny that... <laughs> it's like, Joel, Joel hasn't... They already hate Joel. Like, right. you don't have to pile that Joel on Joel has his own <laughs> problems, okay? Joel is a mansplainer. If 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 that could be a one person, it is Joel in this episode. <laughs> Do you need help opening that? How did you make that rice? Did you put water in it? I thought when Jenna said, he has to explain everything so thoroughly because we just wouldn't understand it without Joel. It's accurate. Yeah. Just, just so funny. Couldn't survive on the island without Joel. Then we kind of get this discussion of... What Pagong is going to do come the merge for voting? And it sounds like this is the kind of thing that's so funny is in seeing Survivor for so long, alliances are just part of it. And it's just assumed, for the most part, unless there's extreme issues, that the strongest way to go into a merge is by agreeing to keep your original tribe strong. Right. And it seems like a no-brainer for most of Pagong, except for Gretchen. And what's funny to me is that they're all making, or well, Joel, Joel at least, and... I think Jen, who, someone else is talking about it, but they were kind of saying like, well, Gretchen's never said she'd stay tribe strong, but then you talk to Gretchen in her interviews and she seems just anti-alliances, period. Not like she hates all of them and wants to flip, which right. I feel like is what they were kind of trying to... Identify. Yeah, that's like what they were taking from her actions, even though it's not what she meant by them. Right. She was like, if they want to vote out who I want to vote out, obviously I'll vote with them. But it's like, Gretchen, don't you want to vote out the other tribes? So like... Doesn't the idea of an alliance with your own tribe make sense? And that's the thing is like, okay, so say you like someone over there and you're like, oh, I don't want to vote them out. What, the alternative is voting out someone that you might like more from your tribe? Like, right. And she had the point of like, we might win immunity. Like it might not even, or sorry, we might lose, lose immunity. Right. And then why are we even talking about this right now? Like, and well, I, it would still be significant though. Like five, now they're going into the merge five, five. And so like staying strong is even more important to not flip. Yeah, I think what she was getting at is that she might like the other tribe more than she likes her own. Joel or some not yeah, not even like the whole tribe necessarily, but a specific person. Mm-hmm. And I I could see that cuz there's definitely people that have done that going forward of I want this one specific person out and that's how they I mean, 
like sell their allegiance essentially when they're tribe flipping is mm-hmm. say like, okay, I'll come vote with you, but I get to pick which of these. Right. Which people. of my own is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I don't totally like begrudge her for that, but it's, it's one of those things where hindsight's twenty twenty. If you right. were to see this play out, you would know that looking back, the strategy should have been to just tell them you're going to stay tribe strong and and do, yeah, do what you want later. Do what they did and boot Joel before. Right. Like, because she obviously voted for him. Right. Which is so funny because it's like you're not going to join alliances, but you must have discussed it with other people. Right. I don't know. Maybe they're just all naturally on the same page, but. Well, and in speaking of alliances, we saw early that, or early in this episode at least, that Rudy decided to join Richard. Mm-hmm. And it was I mean, Richard made the comment of, like, oh, yeah, like, I want Rudy to, like, be brought along with us. Um, One, because he doesn't think Rudy can win. But two, because, you know, Rudy probably wouldn't win a challenge either. But I feel like Rudy's a good guy. Like, he's nice. Like, you bring him to the end, he could be likable, at least more so than Richard. So I don't know about, like, the whole winning aspect, but he'd be an easier vote out later on probably Mm -hmm. I think Rudy is a big asset to have in an alliance because he will do exactly what he says he's gonna do he doesn't have a deceptive bone in his body no and he's not going to make so many friends that they'll be sympathetic for him right I think this is something that's really a big advantage to Pagong in that they don't like each other as much as Pagong does and so they Toggy. are... Toggy doesn't like each other oh, as much yeah, as Oh, yeah, sorry. Toggy doesn't like each other as much as Pagong. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. Um, and so with that, I think... They're better at the voting alliance. Yes. They don't take things as personally. No. They don't... Like, Pagong has this whole kind of almost family feel to it, which is cute when they're getting along, but you know no one can get on your nerves more than someone in your family, and so they have these spots of friction. Right. Just popping up at arguably inconvenient times. Whereas Toggy, most of the time, is able to think about this as a game. And I think, I mean, Kelly was kind of talking about it, that at the beginning, when, which we already discussed, but I think it comes off as them not taking the game seriously when really it's, Toggy's just got a different vibe. And I think because they don't like each other, they're not as concerned with. No, they're each going about it very differently in what they want out of this experience and how they're going to potentially get to the end. Right. Gretchen's thinking, what do I want? Right. And all of Toggy is thinking, what numerically gets us the best deal? Right. I mean, Jervis kind of was in that boat. He was like, we're almost at six, we're almost at six. But like, you don't really have a plan of getting there other than staying strong because you like each other, but it's not as strategic as everything Toggy is doing. hmm Yep. But then we get the challenge, the immunity challenge, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. I really like obstacle courses, so I'm going to be partial to it anyway. It's still funny to me how low-tech all of their stuff is season one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Super physical, obviously, very. because... I mean, it was a challenge made by Green Berets, so. The challenge names still kill me. This was called (laughs) Snake Island Operations. I mean, it makes sense after the fact when Jeff made the winning tribe row out to go collect their idol 
among snakes. Yeah, congrats, Toggy. Go for a swim. Like, that's yeah. horrible. They're literally swatting away snakes from the idol. Like, no thank you. I do not volunteer to go get it. <laughs> we have the idol in name and name only. I don't need the physical copy. Thank you. So, Kelly is scrappy at this challenge. Oh, she she's booking it. Kicking ass. Yeah. I was so impressed. I think... It's so interesting. Kelly and Sean do not strike me as equal competitors to Jenna and Joel. Mm-hmm. But they were. Like, they really even held their own. They were better, almost. Yeah. The whole... I felt like all the tribes were pretty even. It was really just the uh, pylon, uh, like, I don't know, component that right. kind of put... I liked that component, Pagong though. back. But just a little bit. Like, it wasn't... You know, like, they so were still on it while right. the other people crossed the finish line. So. Yeah, no, they still caught up with the rest of the the rest of the challenge jumping over obstacles, so. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the closest challenge finishes ever. Like, definitely of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it literally just came down to, I mean, they were carrying the flag at the same time. It was just, like, one little maneuver to get it to stand up all the way and then run across the finish line. I thought it was funny that Jervis was whispering, like, never panic to himself. And, like, I swear nobody else on his tribe looked as panicked as he did. (laughs) Maybe he should have ran it, get all that energy out. It's endurance, though. That's true. You know, he would have just... He could have done the second part. Collapsed. Instead of the first running part. Mm. Fair. But then it's like, who else would have sat out? Joel, who's the most physically fit. Jenna, who has the most energy. Greg. Greg. I feel like Greg might have more endurance than Jervis. Yeah. I don't know if Jervis is maybe, like, maybe physically stronger. But it, not that it really mattered. I mean... They didn't have difficulty. Greg's with... been busy doing cardio with Colleen, so you never know. <laughs> and sleeping in the jungle. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they come back and their chicken has been eaten. By the monitor! <gasps> I would be so... Sad. One, for my food, but two, what a terrible way for the chicken to go. Yeah, that's true. So they only had one chicken left at this point? Yeah, because they ate the first one pretty much right away. The second one, we saw them eat this episode, and then this was the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they're anticipating that in after the next tribal that they would be merging. Mm-hmm. And they had kind of planned it that I way. I guess Jeff already told them about the merge then in tree mail or something because usually it's kind of a surprise when the merge Yeah, but they're happens. like counting down days. Yeah. So. I wonder if that goes with like towards the beginning when they were like every third day we're gonna have a something vote or yeah. whatever that they just did the math or maybe maybe they knew. I don't know. Yeah. I like it when it's a surprise. Tribal council was pretty pretty standard issue I think. Yeah. Um, just who annoys us the most. Mm-hmm. They're all very happy, always. Like, no one's really throwing each other under the bus for anything. Like, Jeff tried to start a controversial discussion. And they all laughed about it. Yeah. And then Jeff said, does anyone else want to have anything else to say? And there was awkward silence. And Jeff said, okay, time to vote. A very long, awkward pause. Like, you'd think that they wouldn't want that much filler in an episode while airing. But anyway, Joel gets four votes, which we didn't watch all the way through to the vote counting, but it was probably all three girls and Greg, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. The other two voted for Jenna, and Gretchen can't write correctly. Yeah, she wrote her J-tail the wrong way, and I just, I don't know if that's delirium or purpose. Who would you have voted for? Who? Um, probably Jervis. Yeah? Mm-hmm. For subtle reasons? <laughs> I... 
don't know that I would feel as solid with him going into the merge. I also think that Joel would more quickly piss off the other tribe and be easier to get out at a later date. That's fair. I think it, it goes both ways with Jervis and Joel pissing off the other tribe. Jervis would piss them off by not doing anything, as evident by his lack of doing things on his own tribe. And if Sue, Rudy saw that, they'd be like, are you kidding? And then Joel, all he has to do is open his mouth and he's going to piss Sue off. So that that was going to be my counterpoint. Like, just picture Joel and Sue. Yeah. Like, Joel trying to say any of the things that he said. Because not that this is a bad thing, but I think Jenna, Gretchen, and Colleen are all pretty docile. And I think they're not super likely to get overly hostile or aggressive. Right. Yeah, Jenna's kind of mellowed out a little bit recently. She might just be tired, fatigued, but she's not as, you know, energetic right now. She's, I mean, I still think she's energetic. I just mean she's not as likely to get back in Joel's face. Mm. Sue is the antithesis of <laughs> that personality. She will fight him. <laughs> um, and I think Maybe that, physically. It might come to blows, <laughs> you know? They both did the spear challenge. Right. And I, yeah, my counter to the whole Jervis being lazy point is that at least now having seen obviously more of Survivor than any of them <laughs> saw, the lazy people are kind of good post-merge because nobody likes them. So if you take them to the final count, like tribal council, you can say, hey, look at this person who you dislike and who right. didn't do anything ever and sat out of most challenges. Are you going to give them a million dollars? Right. That's a good point. But then, I mean, con of that. Jervis is around till the end, so. I, honestly, if we were here, I probably would have voted him out already. Or tried to, at least. I don't think, if I'm in this game, Jervis is not still in this game. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I see that. I definitely would have voted with Jenna, Colleen, and Gretchen. So it probably would have been. Well, I guess they did vote Joel. No, I, I agree. Jervis would have bugged me by now too much. Mm -hmm. Especially with the cow comment. That's just uncalled. Yeah. But I think there's equal frustration with Joel yes. and Jervis. Yes. So I, yeah, I'm with you. I would have stuck yeah. with girls either way. Right. With the edit that we got for this episode, I found Joel more annoying. That's fair. So. Yeah, I'm not a fan of, I'm not taking Joel to the end. No. I'm not putting up with Joel. No. For a long time. No. I just, yeah, I'm not thinking. Well, especially if you thought Jervis would be gone by now anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a different different ball game yeah. than what they've got going on. <laughs> All right. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? <laughs> Mine's more of like a darkly humorous one, which is Joel saying, I can't really think of anything I've done that's bad. Well, mine goes along with that since Colleen tried to call out Joel by saying, he's golden boy. He's Mr. January. He's going to have a calendar. <laughs> he probably is on a calendar somewhere. He probably is. I did make the comment just so that our viewers know what kind of intelligent conversation we're having during, you know, our rewatches, that now two of my favorite <laughs> pairs of abs have left the building, <laughs> which is Dirk and Joel. Joel, I mean, he might have the worst personality ever, but he was easy on the eyes. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> All right. Should we go to birthdays? Birthdays. So for February 6th, we have Sunday Bird Quest from season 33. 
On February 7th, we have our very own Gretchen Cordy from season one, Gina Cruz from season four, and it was also the season premiere of season 16, Micronesia, also known as Fans vs. Favorites. I love that season. It's probably one of my top three, three maybe yeah. two yeah. seasons. So excited. Um, on February 8th, we have the season 14 premiere, which is Fiji. We also have sorry <laughs> Ashley Underwood's birthday from season 22 and Darnell Hamilton's birthday from season 32. On February 9th, we have Jeff Wilson from season 10. On February 10th, we have Brian Cordian from season 11. And February 11th, we have Keith Famey, Fanny, don't know, from season 2. And it's also the season 20 premiere of Heroes vs. Villains, which is also one of my top three seasons. I do really like that one. <laughs> um, and then February 12th, we have Dina Bennett's birthday from season six and Scott Pollard's birthday from season 32. It's also the season premiere for season 18, Tokitins, which is one of my favorites, mostly because of the winner. And see, the season... God. <laughs> And the season 40 premiere, Winners at War. I wanted to like it so bad. <laughs> I loved it. I liked most of the cast, though, I, I would say. the first half before they voted out everyone that I've ever loved. Oh, well. <clears throat> we'll talk about that some someday. Yeah. <laughs> Later in the future. Yeah. All right. February 12th is also Abraham Lincoln's birthday, and I think if he played Survivor, he would have won it. Personally. Yeah. Pretty good president. <laughs> I, could, I could see it. Yeah. Do, okay. Who, what, who do you think? President most likely to win Survivor. Ooh. I think Lincoln's a good one. He made Lincoln, it through no, a freaking Civil War. That's true. Lincoln's a good one. Eisenhower did World War One. Two. <laughs> My dates are very bad. In 1913, Woodrow Wilson takes us into World War One, Right? Yeah. I, you just said Woodrow Wilson, though. You said Eisenhower before. Oh, Eisenhower has the power from 53 to 61. Yeah. My Animaniac know. song is just <laughs> playing in my head constantly. We're doing well. My follow-up would be that I think Obama would have done really well. I love that man. But you know I, that. I, yeah, but I think, I feel like he, I feel like. Very strategic. I feel like he would have very Yul Kwan vibes. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for with us through that we're doing great uh-huh um congrats if you've made it this far honestly <laughs> please join us for episode seven <laughs> all right let's wrap this up yeah. so you can subscribe rate and review on wherever you listen to podcasts we'd really appreciate it it helps our show get more views or listens maybe we'll talk about <laughs> what survivors would have been good presidents yeah <laughs> you just don't know yeah sorry it's always a surprise uh-huh so yeah follow us on instagram and twitter instagram is backup for grabs and twitter is backup for grabs underscore or you can email us at backup for grabs pod at gmail.com